heartless people whose blood she shared. God, she would not miss this place, all these people. Well, except for the servants. Alice, the upstairs maid, had given her a box of hand-embroidered ribbons for her season. Brooke had cried when she realised how much time and love had gone into making them. Or Mary, the cook, who always had a hug and a pastry for her. Or William, her groom, who went out of his way to make her laugh when she was in a dismal mood but she would be inconsolable if her maid couldn't go with her to Yorkshire. She would miss Alfreda Witchway too much. The maid had been with her since the week Brooke was born, when Harriet's milk had dried up, and Alfreda, having just lost her own baby, had been hired as a nursemaid. Then Alfreda had become her nanny, then finally her maid. Thirty-three now, and with black hair and eyes so dark, they could be considered black as well. Alfreda was more a mother to her than Harriet had ever been. She was also Brooke's dearest friend. Earthy, bossy, outrageously blunt at times, Alfreda wasn't the least bit servile and considered herself the equal of anyone. Brooke spent much time tending plants in the conservatory so that Alfreda would have the herbs she needed year-round. The villagers of Tamden relied on Alfreda to cure their ills. They came to the kitchen and passed their requests through the kitchen staff to Elfrida, who then passed her herbal remedies back the same way in exchange for coin. Elfrida had been helping people for so long that Brooke imagined she was rich by now. Even though people called her a witch instead of a healer, they still came begging for her potions. Elfrida wasn't a witch. She just had ancient knowledge of the medicinal properties of plants and herbs that had been passed down through generations of her family. Alfreda kept her healing skills a secret from Brooke's family, out of concern that they would accuse her of witchcraft and cast her out of their household. You usually have reason to rage and cry, but why are you laughing? What has pleased you, Poppet? The London trip? Brooke ran toward Alfreda as the maid stepped out from behind a tree. Not London, but a trip nonetheless. Come, I have somewhat good news to share. Alfreda laughed. <laughs> Somewhat? Have I not taught you the peril of contradictions? This one can't be helped. I am being given in marriage to an enemy of my brother's, not by choice, of course, but by the Prince Regent's request. Alfreda raised a brow. Royals don't make requests, they make demands. Exactly, and threaten dire consequences if their demands are not met. You would refuse to comply? Not me, my parents, but they have decided not to see if the regent is bluffing and will send me to this man instead. Robert thinks the man will refuse me, so I may not be forced to marry him after all. You still haven't said what pleases you about this arrangement. I will marry him willingly if it means I will be done with my family for good. And he has one thing in his favour. He's tried to kill my brother three times. For that, I am already inclined to like him. The recent jewels your parents spoke of? Yes. Honour is usually satisfied with one jewel. Did you ever find out why there were three? Brooke smiled, because Alfreda knew of her proclivity for eavesdropping. My mother asked Robert the last time he was home, but he fobbed her off, saying it was just a trifle, not worth mentioning. It was obviously more than that, but when my father asked him today what had incurred this northern lord's wrath, Robert claimed he didn't know but you and I are well aware that he is a liar. Alfreda nodded. At least you have common ground with this man they will give you to. 
That is a good start. Well, yes, we have in common a dislike of my brother, but I didn't try to kill Robert, as he accused me of doing when I was a child, Brooke said adamantly. I really did trip that day when I was trying to beat him to the bottom of the stairs and stumbled into his back instead. I was lucky and caught the railing, whereas he tumbled to the bottom. Yet he claimed I pushed him deliberately, and my parents believed him, of course, as they always do. So I was confined to my room until he was hale and hearty again. But I swear he pretended to need an extra few weeks for his sprained ankle to mend because he knew I disliked being cooped up. But I don't care what he thinks. He hated me long before then, as you well know. Alfreda put an arm around Brooke's shoulder and hugged her close. It will be good for you not to see that hateful boy any more. Brooke would have included all of her family in that statement, but didn't say so. I may leave within the week.